0: Good morning. Uh, I saw uh, Jojo Brandon at uh, VBS, I think it was Tuesday, Tuesday night of VBS last week. And she said, you were all awkward about, you know, the 16 and 17 last week. Did, have you read 18 through 20? <laughs> what are you going to do with this? I was like, I don't know. So we'll see how this goes. Chapter 22, 18 through 20. Uh, Welcome. Boy, this is a great one to come on for the first time. All right. Chapter 22 of Exodus, verses 18 through 20. First of all, what are we going through? What is this called that we're, we're working through? <laughs> Work through the Ten Commandments. We are now into the Book of the Covenant. These are descriptive laws founded, grounded in prescriptive laws. When we talk about prescriptive, what do we mean? What are we talking about? Help me out. Ten Commandments, Things we should do. Ten Commandments and are they temporary laws or eternal laws? Eternal. Eternal. Ten Commandments, the Ten Testimonies. The word uh, uh, can also be translated Ten Testimonies. Testify to the nature of God, who He is, and then He moves from this is my nature. This is how I am. uh, uh, This is my nature. This is how I created you to be, to reflect me. And here's the way I want it to look in time and space, in Israel. This is how it shall then look. Uh, This is how it shall then look. Great, thank you. Uh, This this is this is how it's going to look in the theocratic nation. Of Israel, right? Okay. And we'll be going through this book of the covenant, several different types of laws, laws on slavery, laws on murder, laws on, well, last week was on um, sexual purity, which is an interesting discussion that we had. Um, and then we had uh, today. So, verse 18, chapter 22. You shall not permit a sorceress to live. Whoever lies with an animal shall be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any god other than the Lord alone shall be devoted to destruction. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that... All scripture is breathed out by you and profitable for us. Thank you that you've placed these verses here, this code here. Not only for Israel at the time that they were a nation under you, but for us to learn about who you are and what you've done for us in Christ. And who you've called us to be. God, I pray that you help us to cut through the cultural issues here and see how these would apply to us today. I pray that Christ would be glorified in us by our study of his word this morning. In his name we pray, amen. So, yeah. What do you do with this? Um, as we saw through... Our study of the ten plagues of Egypt. Um, What was the true power according to the polytheism of the ancient Near East? What did they consider to be the true power? The pagan mindset of the time. Okay. How would they they interact with their god or their gods? What would happen? Okay, there's sacrifice. We see some of that reflected here. What else? Do you remember when Moses went to Pharaoh the first time? What happened? There was a staff and God said, throw the staff down, it'll turn into a snake. Remember that? Now that's cool. But what happened after that? They did it too. They did it too. Well, what was the picture there? What is that showing us about the mindset? and how the, the, the world view of the pagan uh, uh, culture viewed the universe. What, what, do we, what do we learn from them, those many, many moons ago? They believed in the supernatural. Okay, they believed in supernatural. They believed in um, magic, right? They believed in a, in a system where the, the most powerful god wielded the most powerful magic. Yes? And, um, and sorcerers, the two magicians especially uh, uh, referenced in, in Exodus, and we learned they're two magicians because later in the New Testament it comments on their names, um, they try to combat, or, or uh, do the, we call it the battle of the serpents, um, with, with Moses over who can do the greatest magic. Well, we can do this snake trick too. Well, what happened with Moses' staff? It wasn't, an illusion. it wasn't an illusion. Okay. He
1: ate
0: theirs. Moses' snake ate their snake. And what do we talk about the, the, the swallowing of the serpents? What, what what did that signify?
2: Our God was more powerful.
0: Jehovah is more powerful. Yahweh is more powerful. Um, and. When you swallow and consume something, then you utterly destroy it, and, and the power that it had is attributed then to you, is, is the mindset. So magic was a way in the ancient Near East of relating to the deity or deities, polytheistic culture, and coercing the deities to, to do something for you, Right? So that's where this kind of stuff would be um, introduced to the Hebrews was was in Egypt, um, but magic is deemed evil by Hebrew law because why would that why would God say that's we're not doing that? Doesn't glory to What what's it in an attempt to do? Well, Go
2: ahead. I think it's like you used to use the those powers or abilities, like just to glorify yourself, and it just be all about you, and you could like use it to manipulate people or something
0: like that. Manipulate people, manipulate God through the right incantation, the right potion, the right double, double toil and trouble. This um, is an effort by human beings. To coerce God to do what we want Him to do when He alone has dominion over the world. Isn't that what it is? Does that sound familiar to you? It's pride. Okay.
3: Satanic. I'm sorry? Certain prayers will do this.
0: Interesting. Certain prayers will do this. Um, The Bible is my magic book. I can rip it out of context, and God has to do this because that's what it says.
3: Hitting the rock and getting over in the water.
0: Hitting the rock. Well, maybe. Maybe. We'll get to that. Yeah?
1: Taking uh, God's power was Satan's first uh, argument to Eve in the garden. And we see uh, the prosperity gospel with the same idea
0: today. We see the people with the blue hair, the big eyeshadow. Um doing the Father God prayers. What kind of attack is that? (laughs) Oh I'm sorry. You're right. That's probably an ad hominem attack, isn't it? I'm just I'm I'm providing context for our day, that's all. Uh we have the Father God prayers, right? We we see those. Um Have
3: you ever looked up um all the prayers? Like if you need something, there's a specific I'm talking about Catholicism where this is the prayer you say for that. There's like
0: a ton of them. Really? So there's so, so they have a manual of prayer that says how to get stuff from God. I have not seen that. That's interesting. I did not know that was in the Catholic prayer book. Yes. They have specific prayers for that in Judaism as well. In Judaism? Yeah. Okay. And and I think they do on TBN as well. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily codified as much as it is just by the fly. You know. You looked up the patron saint of soccer. And who and who is that?
3: Brazilians We the Brazilian
0: Wow. Okay, so he's also a Brazilian saint. Is it? Um, all right. that was an odd turn we took there. <laughs> It's manipulation of, uh, sorcery is manipulation or, or an attempt to manipulate our reality by coercing God through what we say. Uh, faith is the vehicle, you know, our words are the vehicle for faith to change the reality that we want. God is creative, we're made in his image so we can create too by our, by our words. That's the, that's the idea today uh, in, in many places of how to, how to pray. Right. Um, you know, uh, Father God, I know you've made me to be uh, above and not beneath the head and not the tail. You know, that kind of thing. And and so you're going to give me this job. You know, that kind of thing that. Thank you. It's a lot of experience Um, that that is. That's the idea behind it of 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 channeling uh, what we want. God's a vending machine. If we pray the right prayer, if we have awesomely awesome faith. If you, if you furrow your head and get your vein going just right, you really believe, and therefore you can coerce God into delivering to you what you want. Um, there's an opposite side of that, by the way. Um, and I think we fall to it kind of in our circles of, um, and I'll use the HCSB version, um, if and it's your will. Now, God, if it's your will, if it's your will, It's the hedge prayer. We don't want to assume too much, and I understand the heart behind that. Um, How did Jesus tell us to pray? What did he say? Don't be anxious for anything. Okay, because your father knows what what you need before you ask of him. What does that presuppose? that you ask your need, right? Notice it's a need, not the Maserati. It's a need. I, I think we get... We, and and I, it's justified somewhat in that there's a swing from... I know you may be above and not... You know, I, I, I think it's a swing from that stuff to say, you know, it's your will, whatever happens here, if you want to heal my friend or not, it's your, you know... I think, I think the way Christ talks about prayer... He's very specific, so I don't. I don't want us to swing so far the other way, trying to not be you know this sorcery thing going on, that we don't trust God for the need of the moment, right? Anx- your your anxiety for the day. Don't be anxious for tomorrow. For the the the, the worries of today are sufficient for today. I, I've had to kind of reign that. I, I come from a from. A, I, I personally didn't have blue hair and eyeshadow, but I came from that that background of, of the TB and wannabe kind of thing and so my reaction has been pull way back from that error pull way back the other way to where I almost hesitate to ask God for anything because I don't presume upon God like I did so many years and that and yet he says your father knows what you need before you ask of him there's a balance there isn't there Um. Just to give you an example, I I used to pray whenever people were sick, my kids were sick, I'd say, God, I know you you could heal Audrey or not, whatever your will is, you know, please just do that. Well, that's nice and generic, that covers all bases and um, makes no logical sense whatsoever. That's not a prayer, that's just a general statement of sovereignty, which is fine, it's worship, but that's not a petition to God for something. I don't know if you'd heal her or not. I know the need for the moment. I pray the need for the moment. And I trust him for the need for the moment and the grace to deal with the need for the moment. And then tomorrow, if he doesn't, I'll deal with that tomorrow. Do you see how that works? I, did, did anybody disagree with that? No? I think we can trust him. I
3: listened to some lessons about the imprecatory psalms this week. Okay. one nineteen, those of bachelor, child's It's not 119.
0: No, that's that's, a, that's the that's the that's the that's the word one.
3: Okay. Anyway. Oh, so yeah, that
0: is, and so okay. and so this is related to this how? Nine, okay. Yeah. Something.
3: Okay. Anyway. Um, Make and me nervous. Where we going with this? Uh huh. How we can pray for people's, uh-huh. that's how how that's
0: pray for, people's for, for vengeance God. on our enemies righteously? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, and how.
0: That's all right. When we're, when we're it's in 936. Mind,
3: uh, position in prayer, like mm-hmm. the Lord's Prayer, Hallowed be thy name, thy will, uh, will be done. Uh, when we're in that mindset, mm-hmm. we can pray for God's just wrath on his enemies. Not for our sake, but for his sake, because his glory is the one that we're seeking. And um, if we're doing or in the position that we should be before God, people that are against us, because our position is glory to God, and if people are against that, we can rightly pray for God to bring wrath on them. Not, not. Um, but it has to be, it, unless they, re- if they don't repent, then bring your wrath on them. But if they repent, you know, so it should also Well, be
0: like, I, I, find, I find it would be very difficult to do that with pure motive.
3: It is, but.
0: <laughs> so I would tend to not do that.
3: No, I'm just taking advantage. <laughs> Sure. A, a prayer can be that extreme. Instead.
0: Well, I think we pray for God's justice in the world. I think we pray for, um, I mean, Jesus said, pray for your enemies do good to those who hate you. Right. So should we not pray for God to so, cause them to repent? Yes,
3: yeah, so you want salvation, but ultimately... Or, and not
0: their babies dashed against the rocks? No,
3: yeah. I mean, those prayers are in there. I know they're in there. And David prayed them <laughs>
0: and He did. He was a yeah. king. Yeah. Um, Over a nation, right. wielding the sword for the protection and of his
3: people—that's uh, not, not, <laughs> not us. Not specifically, not, not specifically praying for God to kill people, but that He would uh, bring His wrath on those that are opposed to Him. Yeah. Because He will. That's. that's I know that's, he, that's will. he will.
0: That's true. He will. I, I struggle that that's our place to necessarily specifically play, pray that Joe's babies be dashed against the rocks. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know that that's really where we want to No, of course not. Go, okay. I mean, I'd, always, I, I'd much rather pray for God to bring those who are in
3: his wrath to salvation Yeah. than to just pray,
2: God, send wrath, because I know you're going
0: to do that. Yeah, place, it seems I'm to sure. me that if you do something like that, if you're praying, send your wrath on John, who cut me off on the road, that you're... That, because there'd be a lot of prayers like that on no, South Loop. A, that's a prideful thing. It is, isn't it? And in and, and, and what way would it not be prideful ever for so us to s- do that?
3: say um, you, you pray for their repentance, of
0: course. Of course. And their salvation. Yeah.
3: But also... If but if it is your will... Yes. yes.
0: Bring, bring yes. hell, fire, and brimstone down upon them.
3: Because that is his will. <laughs> he's going to eternally damn those people.
0: How do, you know, know how do you know who he's going to damn? It's kind of the reverse election issue now we're getting into. And we're really getting off course. Correct. But go ahead.
1: Well, I, mean, I know. I assume that he has a hard hearted stance towards God's will and wants to,
0: you know, yeah. for evil. Yeah. Sure.
1: I mean, I think that's probably what you're praying against. Less,
0: less than the person. Yeah.
1: Praying for God to stop the action, you know, and to bring judgment on the person who's doing it. Not necessarily that you want them to go to hell, but you want what you are doing
0: to stop. Okay. But but wouldn't that involve? Wouldn't that be? Stop by okay. praying that God will Yeah. Wouldn't that be? Okay. That wouldn't be. That be a. Sure. And we can and we can assume that they always will wholeheartedly reject those things.
2: Really
0: okay, sure. So you, know, so you know, like
2: when Osama bin Laden was killed.
0: Yes. And like a lot of people celebrate it. Dance on his grave, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So like that's kind of how I
2: see it. It's like you can either like celebrate and say, like, oh the evil's gone, or you can just remember that that's another soul that's going to hell and you can pray more fervently yeah. that God will save more people.
0: Okay. Well, I well, okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm pulling from my dark heart. I like judgment on people.
2: Yeah.
0: I like it a lot, and and especially people that that offend me. And so I would have a hard time praying that without getting into a mindset of vengeance, because that's my that's the those are the grooves that have been worn in my heart. And
3: I would say that's true for almost everybody. That's yes, what I'm you have to be in the right position of hallowed be your name your
0: yeah. So I'm wondering how we know we're there. I wonder how we know that we're there. Do we scrunch our face, get the vein? I don't know. I, okay. That, that's a nebulous thing. So basically what you're saying, it's a sin to presume
2: on the Lord. and Instead of going to Him in prayer and petition and presuming that He's going to do something bad because this happened bad to you, then you are a sin.
0: Well, I think it's wrong to presume on God's Grace uh, at any juncture, not just on, on the vengeance thing, but at the same time, I, I know. Again, I think it's a balance here, and maybe that's what you're talking about the balance. Um, that 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 Christ says to us to pray, expecting, but not presuming. Yes. Is that what you're saying? I think that's where we go, and and and. And what's going on here with sorcery issue, the idea, it says sorceress. doesn't mean all the guys get to run around and do it. That's just, what, that's just the verb here, okay, or, or the noun here. Later on, it talks about male sorcerer ors, not or s's. I was just going uh-huh. to ask about that. Just because I
2: was just going to, I don't know, why, why does it say you must not allow a sorceress to live? Why doesn't God just say, like, Sorcerer and sorceress, or anyone who practices. Because he's
0: not politically correct, (laughs) 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 and he's just going to do. I mean, remember these are these are case laws, right? This is this is a descriptive thing of what they've seen so far, and there may have been something in the camp where it was a sorceress, you know. But later on, we see in Leviticus and Deuteronomy that it's both genders. Doesn't matter who. It's just the action that they're doing. So. Scripture interprets Scripture, so we see that it's a, it's it's both, it's both.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna wonder. If, I guess the original Hebrew word was genderless or
0: something. No, it's feminine. No, it is. <laughs> I know. I I, had, I looked it up. Did it's you feminine. The
2: invisible posture,
0: the what? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get grammatical on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. No, it's a, it's a it's a feminine noun. And so it's rightly translated sorceress, but we know from later like laws that it it doesn't matter the gender. Kevin? Yes, sir.
1: uh, I think I'm gonna agree with Ty, because you say uh, you shall not permit a sorceress to live. Yeah. If you you take the New Testament stance of, well, everybody has the potential to be saved, da, 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 da. After somebody's committed a a crime, somebody's murdered somebody else or whatever, Mm -hmm. You kinda just have to, to call it at some point, somebody high up in authority has to say this is enough
0: is enough. But yeah. it also says in yes. that people should be stoned for adultery and then Jesus forgave them. And and we're gonna get to that in a second. This is remember what we're talking about. We're talking about descriptive laws. Right. And 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 we're gonna talk about it in a little bit. Is that something we need to be doing? We find somebody in a dark room with an occult book doing an incantation. Okay, do we take them out and kill them? We're not the authority. Exactly. Exactly. So our position is one of citizen, not authority. Um, Our position is one of the ministry of reconciliation that we have. And I understand what you're saying. Yes, it's in the Bible. Yes, we should pray for God's judgment and rightness. I, I I wonder I would take that too far. Yes. In my own heart.
1: I would too. Do you think we ought to vote into law that a sorceress in today's society should be put to death?
0: Good luck with that.
1: I'm just saying, I mean as Christians No. We should, and, and, I, and we'll talk about that. we I still
0: pushing it. I don't believe we should and 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 we'll talk about that in if we get to it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. So who
3: is the who's the authority
0: in this time then? The judges? of Israel are the authority, the leaders among the tribes of Israel. Those are the ones that have been, well, the priesthood and and, and the... Well, it's a theocracy? that's what's... Exactly. It's a different type of system directly under God. They're not foreigners in their land, which we are. I mean, it comes down to it. Yes, we live in America, but we're, we're not here. This is not our home. We're here, but this is not our home, right? This is we're here to be um, a, a blessing to the city, a, a blessing to the nation, but it's not, we're not in control of it. Um, all right, what's the penalty here? What does it say? What's the language used? Shall not permit to live. Shall not permit to live. Is that the normal construction we see? No, put to death. It's usually in the negative. He shall be put to death. Is normally what it says. The way this language works, some have speculat. Some smart folks in seminaries have speculated that this may even be a more severe indictment because it's used of this ban against sorcery. Um, uh, It's used in several places of things that God calls detestable or an abomination or those kinds of things. That this kind of language is used, so it's it's an even more uh, significant command to to put to death, to remove the evil from you know your midst is what is what it says. What in which of the commandments do you think this is grounded? Which of the commandments is this grounded? No other gods before me. I'm sorry? Loud and proud? No other gods before me? Other gods before me? Uh, it's it's the first two, right? Yeah. It's idolatry. What others? What others do you think? What other one in specific? I'm thinking of one more, but you may think of another. Coveting. Coveting? Why would you say that? I think you're right. Why would you say that? It's,
2: it's because um, someone who is a sorcerer, they could use they could you know they would they could use their knowledge to like man- manipulate people by like throwing like. Something on the fire, making it turn a different color, or giving them some drink, trying to manipulate them to get something
0: that they want. They want the result that they desire. They want the
2: power.
0: Yeah, they, want the power. they want the power of God. Yeah. They want the power of God. Interesting. And the glory that comes with it. And the glory that comes with it. Very good. Do you see, Go ahead. What, what else? Okay. Do, do you see then how it's not a leap for Paul in Colossians 3, 5 to say... And that list of things that, you know, are um, earthly things that we have or, or, or things that, that we do that he says, for you know, stay away from these things at the end. He says, covetousness, which is idolatry. He takes the last commandment, kicks it all the way to the top. You see how that works? You see how it works here? Um, they're, they're not crafting things out of whole cloth. In the New Testament, it's all based and grounded in the law of God given here. It's not new. It's just, here's what it means it points to Christ and it points to how we should live now then. Um, <laughs> all right. The Bible is not a magic book. We cannot confess into existence positive reality by ripping God's word out of context and try to bend it to our own greedy wants. Verse nineteen. why is this here following sorcery? Source, uh, who Whoever lies with an animal shall be put to death. and you think that it it follows the sorcery ban because it might also be a pagan ritual? Yes. Could be. What's right after it? Makes sense to me. This is a pagan thing. This is a religious expression, another attempt at coercing the power of their God through this. Um, the practice of having sex with animals had a magical or religious background here in the, in the ancient Near East. Um, right. They, they tried this whole genetic manipulation thing going on even back then. It was generally accepted in all the cultures surrounding Israel, this practice. Think about that. You're surrounded by people. This is where their idolatry has taken them. This is where they are. And they're surrounded by this. And they would have seen this probably in Egypt. All the ancient Near Eastern cultures did this. It was accepted, expected, promoted as a good moral thing. This is a good thing. You bigot. So this is not being addressed on the This is common practice. Common practice. There's only one culture that even had a law somewhat curtailing this. It was the Hittite culture. And they said... This is illegal, except for, what was it? It was a horse or a mule was okay. Is anybody repulsed by this? Does it make your stomach turn a little bit? Well, less than that. Um, the law of Moses, however, makes no exception simply because it is perversion. And rightfully so. What's the penalty here? Death. Again, leading into the idea that this is something to do with idolatry uh, because it's a, a violation of the first two commandments. Um, when I first read this, I thought, well, shouldn't this follow, like, the other sexual ethics codes like, you know, homosexuality, incest, all that stuff? It does in Leviticus, Leviticus 18, just, you know, at your next dinner party.
2: LAUGHTER
0: when someone says uh, you, you're you're a bigot, you don't believe in gay marriage. Uh, do you do you eat lobster and, and wear blended fabrics? Then you pray for God to bring His wrath. On <laughs> then you pray for God to bring wrath. Um, no. Um, you say, yeah, we don't want to. History is not our guidebook. There, um, yeah. Wait, wait till after you've had dessert. Um, you say, well. Then if we're going to say that blended fabrics and eating shellfish is okay, do you believe then that bestiality is okay? Because that's the law that follows right after homosexual, the ban on homosexuality in Leviticus. We're going to throw it all out, be all in. Right? We, 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 can't, we can't use our minds to, to see what's cultural and what is eternal. Um, yeah. All right. Verse 20. Verse 20. What was someone trying to achieve through the sacrifice of an animal to a god at this time? What was trying to be achieved here? Good favor. Good favor?
3: Be, be blessed.
0: Be blessed. <laughs> be blessed. What's that? with the culture that they're nearest, wherever they're wandering around. Okay. To fit in with the cultures around them? Everybody learned from everybody. Hey, this worked for them. They had a lot of crops this year. That's oh, yeah. so what they did. Let's, let's try this. Uh, but, but in doing a sacrifice to a god of an animal, um, they're, they're trying to get favor with the god. They're trying to commune with that god, have communion with that god. Um, when you sacrifice something, it's set apart, isn't it? I mean, you got a big flock. You take one, you set it apart. It's made holy in sacrifice. What's the penalty here for this? To to sacrificing an animal, to devoting something to holy as holy to another god. What's the penalty here? Destruction. What does it say? Devoted to, devoted to destruction. Well, what is what image does that evoke? They're set apart for yes. destruction. So you pray the imprecatory psalms as a way of holy <laughs> destruction of the. Well, maybe. Devoted eternally
1: to destruction.
0: Well, what, but what's the function of them devoting that to destruction? The, the the person that does this to destruction. What's the function of that? It's like a. It's almost like a sacrifice. Like the opposite of a sacrifice, I guess. Purging. This, from the midst of Israel, is a ho- is an holy a holy act, right? A, yeah, sorry. Uh, it, it's a holy act. You devote it to destruction. You're purging this kind of false worship. Is worship? Does, do we see that? It's a command that demands complete and radical extermination. Idolatry will not be sanctioned in ancient Israel. The violator of this law is himself consecrated for destruction. Isn't that ironic? All right. So let's get to that question then. So do we need to start finding witches and burning them at the stake? Well, the- who, who who's who's in? What's that? You got to wear against a duck first. <laughs> what else? I'm taking from your reaction. No.
3: <laughs> no, but, uh, but the Old Testament was all about the people, the people of God, uh, the Israelites, and its nations and wealth and that kind of stuff. So, um, like, killing people was the way of. Signify or making significant significance of that. Um, the same is when David prayed for God to kill people. Right. The New Testament.
0: As king Jesus of a nation. Christ. Yes. Exactly.
3: Yeah. But uh, when Jesus came, He freed us from having to do these specific laws, so that we don't have to like. It's not like a nation's battle anymore, but it's a spiritual. Like, I'm not
0: very I think what you're saying, saying is. is that Israel's theocracy was unique and for a specific purpose in the history of God's redemption of mankind? Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Okay, good. I'm glad. Um, America is not Israel.
3: But we're still fighting against uh, like ideas and teachings the same way. We should be killing those things.
0: America is not Israel. Right? right? It's not the promised land. Right. Uh, regardless of how many 4th of July celebrations are going on in churches, either today or next Sunday, um, which is, in my opinion, a form of idolatry, but we'll just maybe talk about that some other time. Um Can you just repeat that thing you said about idolatry? No. Oh. <laughs> Israel's theocracy was unique and for a specific purpose in the history of God's redemption of mankind. America is not America is not Israel nor the promised land, in spite of what we're seeing in some of the cultural Christianity stuff that goes across the nation. Christ has not called us to convert by the sword. We're not Muslims. Right? Right. He hasn't called us to convert by the sword. If we see somebody who is practicing a different religion than us, we see someone who is, you know, doing these things that are forbidden in the code of the covenant here, it's not our burden to make sure that they're stoned to death. Jesus said this My kingdom, he said this to Pilate My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not. From the world. Our battlefield is much more difficult than the physical pounding with stones or converting by the sword. Our battlefield is a battlefield of the mind. It's a battlefield of ideas. It's a battlefield resting on the truth of God's Word, not on our physical strength or political prowess. We persuade, we convince, We bring about the ministry of reconciliation by showing mercy when others will not. That's our battle.
3: And like you said, we're not supposed to try to purify nations, but the church. We are supposed to purify the church. So if we see this stuff going on in the church, we purge it.
0: Right, but we don't purge it with the sword. We don't purge it with stone. We purge it through the vehicle that God has given us by having a, a an um, a, a very uh, defined membership what it means to be a Christian. Um, the culture tries to control God or a higher power with the things that we say. Anybody remember the secret? Remember that whole Oprah esque thing? Yeah. It's a whole thing about you can you can The, pray, 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 will, will, will. will, 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 my will changes yeah. things and blah, 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 blah. That's, and, yeah, and there's a vein that sticks out when you really believe. Um, it's, it's the same kind of idea. It's old stuff repackaged for modern consumption. Um, the other thing that, that we see in the culture is that we try to control God or a higher power with the things that we sacrifice for what we love most. If I love money. I sacrifice my family for money. If I love sex, I sacrifice everything for that secret thing, or very obvious thing. Um, if I love uh, well, pick your poison, we sacrifice everything for that that we love. Um, but sex with animals? What do you do with that? How could anyone get to that point? Drugs, manipulation, Drugs, manipulation cultural pressure?
3: They've, they've been oh, misguided.
0: The, the, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> as repulsed as we are with that now visual image, <laughs> as repulsed as we are with that visual image, and we should be, how much more is God repulsed by our idolatry? I was
3: going to say, without
1: I agree. I think that given enough time on this earth without God's influence in our lives, every single one of us...
0: Isn't it a restraint of the Spirit on mankind that all of us aren't engaging in that? Isn't it a gift of God's grace that we're not all there? As if that's even the worst thing.
1: And what a a blessing it is to have the church with other people that also have the Holy Spirit to hold us accountable.
0: But don't we pretty up our own sins? Don't we make them palatable and acceptable? acceptable ones. I would never do the bestiality thing. So don't condemn me for this little thing. And right? It's
3: the work of the Holy Spirit that makes us grieve over those little sins as much as the the mm-hmm.
0: and, and isn't that a reflection of his nature, who is pure, holy, undefiled? And he, working in us, shows us those areas that are just as repulsive, although hidden. It's not a relative <coughs> standard,
3: standard.
0: No, it's absolute standard. Right, Absolutely, standard. it is a standard. Um, there's, a, there's a thread in Scripture. Some of the biblical theology guys have written about this. G.K. Beale is one. I, I've enjoyed reading his thoughts on this that we become what we worship. We become what we worship. Um, Whenever the Bible is condemning, wow, whenever the Bible is condemning um, idolatry, you know, you you take a piece of wood, you carve it into the image of whatever, a god of your imagination. You bow down and worship the thing you just carved. The prophets will say that they are seeing but they don't see Hearing, but they don't hear. You remember that language? You've seen that in Isaiah with Philip. Um, it's like the, this dumb block of wood that you worship, you've taken on its nature because now your senses are dulled. You don't see even though you can. You don't hear even though you can. Have you ever pleaded with someone to set down their sin and trust Christ? And you, whoosh, that wall just falls down. They don't want to. They, they ignore everything. Um, you know, you, you, you plead. Uh, there's so many cultural weird things going on. You, you plead with some friend of yours that <clears throat> having a companion, having a, a man at the end of the day is not the greatest good in the world. That, that sacrificing everything to, to feel loved, feel wanted, feel all this stuff, possibly even trying to get pregnant, so maybe he'll love me then, you know. And, you, and you, this is not the way you should do it. This is not... There it is. Or, or something simple, like um, the, the, the pornography it is so accessible these days, um you plead, brother, let that go. Let it go. Uh, Put down your pride. Uh, Put down the fact that God owes me because I serve the church. Right? Seeing they may not see, hearing they may not hear. We all um, try to, at some point, Manipulate God through our words. We all at some point try to manipulate God by our actions, our sacrifices. And it looks really, really disgusting to Him. Are you sensitive to the wooing, the calling, the persuasion of the Holy Spirit to those things that we have prettied up? Are we broken? Are we repentant? Are we seeking to be made in His image rather than the image of a God of our imagination? Are we are we pressing forward there? Ephesians 4, uh, 17 through 24. Now now this I say, and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds, thinking they may not think, (laughs) in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous. And have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. Doesn't that sound like what we've read about this morning? But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. We become what we worship. Right? Where's our focus? Who is our focus? And that should have an effect on us. It should transform us. 25, therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry. I don't know about imprecatory psalm, angry. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. And then he goes on, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor. Is that a focus of ours? Do we strive after holiness without which no one will see the Lord? Are we pursuing Christ? Are we worshiping Him? Are we becoming more and more transformed into His image and not the image of the dumb, blind, deaf idols that we so often worship? Any comments? Any questions? Let me pray. Father, I thank you that you will not let us go. I thank you that your law crushes us. And though we often point the finger at other people who do worse things we think than us, your law draws us back to the heart and crushes it. But I thank you, you crush to build, to rebuild into the image of your dear Son. And so I pray that your Spirit again will work on us, convict us, break through the hardness of our hearts that we so often cling to. Let us hear your word. Let us see the beauty of Christ and be drawn to Him above all other lesser things. Be with us as we go into the main service this morning. Be with Philip as he preaches. We pray that you would speak to your people through your word this morning. In Christ's name, amen.